Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Plans in Brussels for the drive Brussels in the driving for the driving age to be lowered to 16 years of age have been met with mixed reactions. Some have welcomed the move, citing transport difficulties, especially in rural areas, as I said before, the news there, but others worry that 16-year-olds will be reckless and dangerous behind the wheel. So we'd love to hear from you on this. Um I mean, the driving age is now 17. So you're only talking a year younger. Um, and even reading some of the opinion pieces on this, something that gets touted a lot is the type of car that people are driving. And I read time and time again in the articles that there's a worry that there'll be 16 year olds driving SUVs around the place to school and putting cyclists and pedestrians at risk. And while I'm not saying that that, you know, there may be an element of truth in that, I'm not sure that that's exactly what's going to happen should we listen to the EU and take this on. But what do you think? We have Carl on the line. Carl, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Afternoon, Claire. Um, how are you doing? I'm very good. Do you think this age change makes sense? Uh, in the main, I don't think it's in itself a particular issue. Uh, you know, 17-year-olds can learn to drive and so can 16-year-olds. So the question of a 16-year-old, like like anyone beginning their driving uh, life, if you like, they'll, they'll, like all of us, have to be accompanied by a fully licensed driver at all times. So that's one safety measure we already have in place. And is that being policed enough? Because another measure that's being put in place that there would be a maximum speed limit for children, which they are considered to be age 16, of 45 kilometres an hour. But how how is that going to be policed? And are we seeing enough guardie on the streets pulling people over to check they do have a licensed driver in the car with them? Uh, look, maybe that's certainly not being policed. Not, not everything could be policed at all times in every place. Uh, so... That's, that's a good point. Uh, but in the main, we'd expect most 16-year-olds are firstly a learner driver. So may have advanced to the stage where they have a full permit, which is great if that's so permissible under this proposal. Uh, but they won't necessarily be the owner of their own car. So, so they do have have to borrow a car. And then, of course, the, the owner should be on the owner of that car to be sure they have an accompanied driver with them. Yeah. The main, it might be a family car. You yeah, know, so. and there is a lot of that in, in driving. I mean, obviously, you're right, you're not going to be under surveillance 24-7, you know, by our legislators um, and our law enforcers. But is there a stereotype here that, you know, young kids are just going to be recklessly driving through the streets at all time? Or are we going to have responsible young adults learning to drive from an early age and getting a bit more independence? Um, you would hope that in the main, that's what they'd be like. Can we trust a 16-year-old to act as a 17-year-old does right now? I certainly think we can do so. But to to suggest we need to include another sort of measure, which would be a speed limit, that's probably in the main completely unenforceable. And I don't understand how that might work at all. You know, so that's, that's just... We, we might introduce another measure that we know we simply can't enforce and it just makes us all feel that this is a good idea. We've got these these safeguards, but you know, in reality, we don't have them. You know, so we have to trust people to behave responsibly. I don't think we we can we can necessarily control them any more than we can drivers of all ages and categories. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because the European Transport Safety Council, whose members include the Road Safety Authority in Ireland are calling for the European Commission to drop this proposal. I mean, they are completely anti this. And considering the the research that they have access to, 
it's a safety issue that they are thinking of, which is surprising when it's literally just a year in the difference. Yeah, no, this morning I heard Shane Coleman make uh, some sensible comments when he he did his own research and just looked at the statistics from the United States with that age category versus, you know, uh, 17 years and older category and the, the, you know, the likelihood of, you know, it's 100% more likelihood of being involved in an accident or a crash or having injuries. So, you know, that certainly would be a concern. But to introduce a, a system whereby 60-year-olds begin to drive, you'd have to have it controlled. You know, should it be done similar to the US system, maybe where you, you, you undertake lessons in a in a structured manner? I believe in the US they might even do it through school. There are systems in place for that. That's how they do it. And that's why so many younger people would drive in, for instance, the United States. In other countries, maybe they've got similar systems where they have a, a, a structured programme. I know we've tried to do that for all drivers in terms of having the theory test and the minimum number of lessons, etc. So, yeah, interesting. You know, I, Carl, I thank you. Why you couldn't do that. For listening this morning, taking note and taking part this afternoon, Top News Talk listener, thank you very much for coming on. Um, texts are flying in on this one. Driving instruction is a joke in this country. Drivers are being instructed on how to pass a test, not how to drive properly. The test itself is way too easy. People can't even use a roundabout properly here or drive on a motorway. What I'd like to hear from the driving instructors, what they think. Um, is it a joke in this country? Is the test too easy and are we only taught to get past that alone, not to drive on the roads? Learning to drive, says another in Ireland, is elitist. It is so expensive. Learning to drive should be done in transition year. And we do have a massive backlog at the minute um, and a huge demand for driving lessons and for that theory test. I have a friend whose teenage son is travelling to the north to take the theory test because here in Dublin, it's just an absolute impossibility. So I don't know how we would take a load of 16 year olds on top of the 17 year olds and everybody else who's hoping to get a licence and on the road. We'll go back to the phones. Paddy, you're live on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk this afternoon. You're against this change. Why? I, I am. Sorry, one second. No problem. Sorry, sorry, I dropped the phone for a second. I am, um, and my reasoning is I was allowed to drive my parents' car at 17, and I don't think I was mature enough. In fact, I I know for a fact I wasn't mature enough, and I didn't have enough respect for the rules of the road, and I didn't have enough respect for other road users. And it took me a few years to mature and grow up, and in hindsight, if I was to parent myself again, I would say, no, you're not allowed on the road for a few years till you grow up and realise the possible dangers on the road. And Paddy, I'm, I'm guessing by your, your voice that you're close to middle age. Is that is that right? <laughs> That's right, I am. OK, least, yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just call it that, right? So we're, I'm 45 we're, years of age. <laughs> so were things different when you were a teenager? There were less rules. I mean, you could literally kind of drive to the shop and back without having anybody oh, yeah. there. So we have cracked yeah. down a lot more on how casual we used to let people go on the road. Yeah, I listened to your previous caller talking about uh, supervising someone at 16. That, that's a great idea. I never thought of that, actually. Um, that never even occurred to me. Yeah, because that's but, the um, law now. Whereas before, you know, rightly or wrongly, we might have had a bit more of a, a, a casual idea that the teenager could kind of learn with their mum and dad on the beach and then have a yeah, little go on the yeah. roads. Whereas, you know, we, we, we do it a bit differently now. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 actually a good point when you, when you make it. Yeah, yeah. But you're true. thinking of yourself at... 16, 17. Um, exactly. And exactly. yeah, you don't think you had the the wherewithal to, to be 
a, a responsible a driver. See, I think when you're learning, you're actually more responsible because there's that fear factor and you're a very conscious driver. Whereas when time goes on, you get a lot more casual with it and a lot more conscious. And so many of us now sort of have it in our subconscious that we can nearly drive from A to B without properly having to to think. And I know that makes it sound like I should be taken off the road, but I think that's how a lot of people are driving. I think we should be retested a lot more. Well, I I think like just, I don't think I was mature enough to drive at that age. And I can't tar all young fellas with the same brush. I can't do that. But certainly from, in my opinion, I don't think I, I definitely wasn't mature enough to drive. No, no. And I don't know what part of the country you're in, Paddy, but, you know, a lot of people in rural areas are saying this is a lifeline to to young people, you know, trying to to get about. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point, I suppose it is. But if if someone is going on the road at 16, I I would urge parents to drill it into them, the, the responsibility they're taking on. I mean, you're driving a vehicle that could be over a ton weight. You can do serious damage to that vehicle. And it's not until that happens that you actually realise then the potential for damage that's there. I mean, when when you're that age, you just think you're invincible. It never occurred to you. Yeah, I was thinking that during our, our smoking discussion as well. Paddy, thanks very much for coming on. A texture says, I had my full licence at 19, drove myself to work and college in the evening. My daughter will need me in the passenger seat until she is 23 or so. Makes absolutely no sense. Why 23 or so? She can't go for her licence until then. A six-year-old already drive extremely large, dangerous vehicles every summer. Six, six-year-olds, surely not. Sixteen-year-olds, maybe? When they are left loose on the roads driving tractors during silage season, it's running the gauntlet on narrow back roads around Ireland when children are driving massive machines while texting and have no understanding of the damage they can do driving these machines at inappropriate speeds while pulling tons of silage. It's already a disastrous situation with no controls, putting them in cars. God help us. Wow. Well, let's just really fully confirm that that is is 16 rather than six-year-olds because that really takes it to a whole new level. We have Brenda on the line. Brenda, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Thanks very much, Claire. You're a driving instructor based in Kilkenny. So that's interesting, especially when we had that text earlier that said drivers are being instructed on how to pass a test not to drive properly and the test itself is way too easy. Can you comment on that first before we get into lowering the age? Yeah, as a professional instructor, a little offended that the instruction is was referred to as a joke, I think, <laughs> earlier. Um, but there is an element of people who do come for their test. They'll take maybe two lessons, go sit the test and fail the test. And that's a failure to prepare. And that's not a reflection on part of the driving instructor. In the limited amount of time you're given with people, you have to try and teach them the most crucial things that they need to have in order to drive safely going forward and that's what we want to have is to drive safely and we want all the people who come to us to drive safely but if you're not going to take getting your lessons seriously you're not going to get the results if you don't plan if you don't prepare if you don't train and get educated it's not going to work out for you i personally do think that the test is too easy it's 25 30 minutes worth of actual driving and you're allowed to make eight serious mistakes which is one every three minutes three wow. four minutes eight yeah. is quite a lot so if you they're broken down into three grades grade one is no bearing on the test result it's just the 
Tester thought perhaps, you know, you did it, but you could have done it a little bit better. It's, you know, kind of the wiggle room. The stage grade two is you did forget to check a blind spot. You did forget to check a mirror. It could be potentially something that's dangerous if you don't keep an eye on it. And if you get eight of those, you can still pass your test. If you get four for the same offence in grade two, that's a fail or six under a heading, such as mirrors or positioning, that would constitute your fail as well. If you get one in grade three, that's an immediate serious offence, which is, I don't know, running a red light or driving across a pedestrian crossing with a pedestrian attempting to cross on it, like a very serious offence you can fail. So you can still make quite a few serious errors and still pass your test. So I, I do. I think it could be tightened up um, and kind of reassessed in a lot of ways. But and do you think dro- we should be retested because we're kind of making out that young people 100%. would be reckless drivers, whereas I think the people that are driving for a long time become reckless because they get so comfortable with it? That's it. We become complacent once we have the skill. We don't like we've all done it. We have all driven, myself included, and we've gone from destination A to destination B. And there are parts of that journey we don't remember. You've gotten so far down the road and you're thinking, oh, my God, how the hell did I get this far down the road? Because you've been absent minded, because you're listening to the radio, your thoughts are going on. You could have other people in the car dividing your attention. But I don't think we should just be focusing in that 16 year olds are going to be reckless. Like if you pass your driving test at 17, you're never, ever, ever tested again. When you reach 65, you get an eyesight test. And if you pass your eyesight test, you can have your license renewed and go back driving again. Now, you may be passing the eyesight test, but you may not necessarily have the speed of reactions that you had when you were 20. You absolutely need to have consistent assessment, not even tests, but consistent assessment. Like if I went in today and I passed my driving test today and I had my license tomorrow in an ideal world, I can then go and drive on the motorways all around the country, having never driven on a motorway before, ever. Yeah. I mean, there are a few things that need to be looked at there. And when you are teaching young people to drive, would you get a lot of 16 year olds who are preparing themselves to apply for their license at 17? I would get an awful lot of 16 year olds who will sit the theory test and not just rural dwellers, but an awful lot of 16 year olds who will sit the theory test and get a license for the tractor um, so that they'll have some time with the theory test to resonate with them. And then when they turn 17, they just get the car added to the license without doing the second theory test because tractors and cars are in the same category B. Wow. Um, so they'll actually get the license at 16 and have it at 16 and just add the car to it for themselves. But I have a young gentleman at the moment who did exactly that. He turned 17 in January. He's been taking his lessons. And I can really now start to see how the excitement of driving is coming into play with him. And he's getting that false sense of security where he thinks he's got a little bit of driving experience or he thinks he's a little bit better than he is. And every time we have to address that, we have to bring it back down again. But equally, he's now starting, just now, starting to go, oh, the signs from the theory test on the road are now making sense. So he's, he's starting to join the dots as he's, he's getting through it and being more practical. But I think what we need to do is not worry about the age, definitely the size of the car. They shouldn't be going out in big SUVs. But I don't think if we lower the age to 16, that parents are suddenly going to find themselves wealthy 
to buy an SUV or even get a child insured on an SUV yeah. and let them go drive it. I, I don't agree. think that's going to be a realistic argument. I think what we need is like, I think it was Carl had said it earlier, bring it into transition years, bring it into some structured education where the excitement and the thrill is removed from it and it becomes boring and mundane. And, you know, something that they have to work really hard to earn because driving isn't a privilege. It's something that we earn and it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. And I know 16 year olds that have more common sense than 50 year olds. Yeah, no, and I think that's totally fair and a really good point. Um, And Brenda, can I just ask before we move on, what are the wait times for tests in Kilkenny? Because I know they're out the door here in Dublin. Yeah, they're like five months, give or take, for a, for a test currently in Kilkenny. It, but it's it's the same elsewhere. I mean, our, our waiting list in terms of driving tests and the NCT is, is something that needs to be addressed seriously by the RSA. And I know they're hiring in new staff to try and address it. But maybe if we focus more on the education part of it, people will be far more prepared. And, you know, we have the 12 mandatory lessons when you're learning to drive maybe there should be mandatory lessons before you come in and take your test. Yeah, yeah. Loads of good points. Well made. Brenda, thank you very much for coming on. Brenda, a driving instructor in Kilkenny. Lots of texts coming in on this one. We're talking about plans by the EU to drop the driving age to 16 years of age. It's currently 17 and the European Transport Safety Council, whose members include the Road Safety Authority in Ireland, have asked them not to do this from a safety point of view. We're asking for your thoughts. On one hand, says a texter, they're trying to get us out of cars and into public transport and now they want more people on the road. Make up your minds. Very good point. It's the same as with voting, says another. It depends on the 16-year-old and how engaged they are. Another says a 16-year-old can drive a very high-powered tractor with a top speed of over 50 kilometres per hour with the potential to create serious damage if driven carelessly. So driving a car at 16 with a speed limiter is probably less of an issue. And we're getting lots of texts in on that one. We'll go back to the phones where Hillary is on the line. Hillary, you're live on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. How are you? Hello, how are you? A great discussion, very important discussion. Um, There are far too many deaths amongst young people on the roads. Let's not forget that. Um, I'd like to share something that I learned while living in France. The French people have a great saying, a lot of wisdom in it. Um, You are old enough to drive a car when you are old enough to own your own car to buy it, to insure it. Now your sense of responsibility is much sharper. But should we not sort of learn to drive on the on the parents' car? You know, just from a cost point of view, we're talking about young people who are perhaps in college or only starting out in their working life. To take on the expense of a, of a car loan, does it have to be that to take on that weight of responsibility of road safety? Well, considering the weight of a car and the damage it can do when it's in the, the hands of inexperienced, young, very young people, I think we should think long and hard about this one. Yeah, I mean, listening to our driving instructor there, Brenda, she said, you know, she's met people who've been driving a long time who would be far more reckless than somebody who's only starting out because 
It is quite scary when you get out on the road. I remember it myself. I thought I'd never get to a point where I could ever have the radio on or any kind of music. I was that focused on the road. Whereas now we have hands free. You can be having conversations with people as you're as you're going along or having work meetings of, of sorts over the phone. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, there's far too much going on. People listening to radios, music, um uh, as you say, having business meetings, how can they possibly be totally concentrated on what's going on on the road? And um, But experience is um, a huge factor in accident prevention on roads. And age does bring experience. Yeah, well, Hilary, thank you very much for coming on. A texter says we can't even limit the speed of electric scooters or e-bikes. And even when they are limited, every teenager knows how to override the limiter. So how would they fare in a car? Yeah, they do tend to be one step ahead in the technology side of things. Uh, Dave says the driving age in North America has been 16 since before I got my licence at that age over 40 years ago after 25 years living here. Now nearly every day I drive, someone runs a red light in front of me and it's rare that it's a younger driver. In my opinion, secondary school time would be better used teaching driving skills than religion. Whoa, Dave, that's a whole other discussion. But yes, I mean, I don't know if we need to make it an either or, but maybe an add in. And I was visiting my sister in America um, earlier on in the year. And it's mad to see the school car parks filled with cars and it's the kids driving themselves, even though you think you have that yellow bus that drives everybody to school in the States. Most students, obviously in secondary school, drive themselves. Is it something you'd like to see here? 16 year olds being granted licence to get on the road. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We have been talking about proposals by the EU to lower the driving age from 17 to 16 and what people think about that coming in here. Um, And there was a text here. I have completed 12 of my driving lessons. I applied for my test last week and it's estimated I'll be waiting 21 weeks for my test. Until there are more instructors and testers, there is no point in lowering the age. And an email has come in to say the accompanying driver provision in Ireland is flawed. There's no vetting of the accompanying driver and insufficient accountability with regard to the experience of an accompanying driver. In Germany, the accompanying driver has to have a minimum of five years driving experience with no more than one penalty point on their licence. This is checked and the accompanying driver is named on the learner's permit and only they can accompany. The Irish driving test is too easy compared to other EU member states. In Germany, you must drive to a very high standard for 55 minutes to pass, only 30 minutes in Ireland and a much lower requisite standard. It does seem we're a little behind there on that level of efficiency. David is on the line. David, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Why did you get in touch? Yeah, hi, Sarah. I'm just um, interested in making a point regarding the theory test. Because in any other country where they have a theory test for a driver, it's always after driving lessons and just, you know, at the end of David, would you hang on there for a moment? Sorry, we'll come back to that because it, it's kind of hard to, to, to get your lines. We might try calling you back if that's OK and we'll hear what you had to say um, about the theory test. But we'll go to Dave this time. Dave, what are your thoughts on this while we try to get David back? Oh, oh hi. Um, well, I, I texted in just because I grew up in um, North America, in Canada, and I lived in the States 
both places that would have um, a driving age of 16. And um, I don't think the lower driving age is actually particularly a factor. Um, I think you get, as as you can see on the roads here, I've lived here quite a while and bad drivers of all ages. And um, your other caller, the instructor, made a very good point that there's no testing, um, you know, at all after you get your initial license. Um, whereas in Canada, after I believe it's 70, you have to do a test every single year. Yeah, I nearly think it should be every decade, to be honest with you, just to keep every you, decade, you sharp. Any, like any retesting at all, you know, yeah. after whatever age, at a certain age, you know. I mean, Even if it's a theory online, um, you know, test that reminds you about mirror, mirror signal, that reminds you where you're supposed to keep your hands on the wheel. I still distinctly remember during my lessons, I might have been, I don't know, maybe 10 lessons in and I was starting to get a little bit more confident. And, you know, my, my hands were way further down the wheel. And I still remember the instructor to this day saying, no, sorry, it's a back to 10 to 2 here, Claire. Like, this is important because the more confident we get, the more casual we get. So I don't know why we keep vilifying this young person getting out on the streets when we all need to refresh on the rules of the road and, and how dangerous it can be to be behind the wheel of a car. And I mean, policing it as well. And I, when I texted in, I referred to the fact that Every day someone runs a red light in front of me. Nearly sometimes I just keep a running count. Um, it's such a bad problem, um, much worse than, I, you know, and it's a huge danger. And I've been nearly T-boned twice by people running red lights perpendicular to me. Yeah, everyone's and, just always uh, in such a hurry, aren't they, Dave? We're all just so filled with well, self-importance I'm, that we have to I'm get somewhere quick. Yeah. I, I would be in a hurry a lot. And... Um, but like there's certain things, you know, I, I would say that probably, the, you know, the retesting needs to be practical um, because you, one of your previous callers referred to the reflexes as well. And I think that's a completely, you know, my grandmother still had her license at 97 when she passed after doing, I guess, presumably 27 tests. But wow. many of her friends lost their driving less driving license the first time they retested at 70 so you know everyone's different yes incredible some people some people can drive well into their you know you know whatever advanced years and Dave and tell us a bit about North America and 16 well, year olds getting on the road time. but what what is there in place to ensure that there isn't this reckless driving of teenagers on the roads well I suppose there's reckless driving of all ages. Like it wouldn't just be 16 year olds. And it is certainly a fact that, that juveniles have a a reduced sense of danger, but we had to do driver's education courses, which involved, you know, seeing the effects of crashes. And so you had a pretty thorough, you know, education before doing the test, I got my test the week after I turned 16, but you had to pass it. You had to do a written test and a practical test. And I think as far as I'm aware, that's the same now for, you know, the children of my friends who are still back there. And hey. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I, I don't know. Does that happen here as part of the theory test? Because things have changed since I got my license. Well, no, the test shown... wasn't about the effects of crashing. That was part of the driver's education, which yeah. we actually got in school. Okay. No, it, was, it was an extra in school. It wasn't part of the curriculum, but it was available as a thing in school. 
Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I'd say that's quite effective when it comes to road safety to have that at the, the forefront of your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. Awareness of the consequences, which is obviously, you know, lots of young people, have, you know, it's it's a developmental thing that you don't have that maybe until your early 20s. Yeah, you but do. But we're not talking here. about, we're not talking about, you know, delaying learning to drive until you're 23 and out of that phase. No, like, we're talking about bringing in the correct education. Dave, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Rory is on the line too. Hi, Rory. You're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Why did you get in touch? Hi, thanks, Claire. Yeah, I just got in touch. I, I think it's a bit mad, to be honest, to be putting 16-year-olds on the road. Um, but I do understand the isolation that that uh, people would have in in rural areas, I'd say. I'd say Michael Healy Ray is probably just looking to get punters to his pub. Um, but <laughs> but I say um, I I reckon I reckon it's just way too early, and people just have they've forgotten that we live on an island. There's already way too many cars, and I don't know if secondary schools would have the capacity to start parking up sixteen-year-olds' cars. In the in, I think, and I don't think sixteen-year-olds would be responsible enough either. I would. But I would offer up a solution, oh, go on. and that would be to do uh, as they do in France. You learn about the road at the age of 14, and you can go around in mopeds and scooters, which would be, I think, would be a, a better alternative. I don't know. I, I, I worry about that myself as a, as a parent. I just think you're, you're safer in a car should there be a, a collision. And I don't mean from reckless driving. Well, Collisions can, can happen. I'd much I sooner also, my children my, were surrounded by metal. Yeah, but my children are on bicycles right now. So to compete, already competing on roads uh, with cars is difficult. And my children go to train. And so uh, now I'm already worried. Mm. Now I have to be worried about people with the same emotional intelligence driving in, in, in big cars. Like, I think... You know, the argument goes both ways. No, it's endless worry, Rory. I think we all accept that. But <laughs> we're only talking about dropping the age from 17 to 16. Do you really think there's that much difference within that year? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if anything, we should be increasing the age from from 17 to 21. I know that would be unpopular. But um, I just think this island does not have the capacity as is for, for the amount of cars that are on the roads. Yeah, without adding more. Rory, thanks very much for coming on. A texter says, on allowing 16-year-olds to drive a car, will they also be liable for manslaughter if they cause an accident in which there is a fatality or will they be too young to have that charge against them? Not 100% sure of the illegality of 16-year-olds standing on this. Well, neither am I, but I, I think it was interesting the point that Dave made earlier that in America, when you're in school, you're educated on the dangers of the road rather than just the safety of the road and you know the impact of a collision. How are we not practising and testing motorway driving? It makes no sense, says Gary. As soon as you pass, you can drive on the fastest roads in the country unaccompanied, having never been on one before testers unwilling to change yeah it does seem ludicrous and I mean I can still vividly remember my first times going on a roundabout with my driving instructor beside me and how terrifying that was but I don't really it doesn't stick out in my mind my first trip on a motorway but surely that should be part of your learning it's a big jump to go from the streets and the estates 
to there with or without your licence. Do keep them coming into us. You can always WhatsApp us for free 087 1400 106. But now, um, as we said to you earlier, um, we, we ha- hang on a second now, we do have one final uh, caller to go to. Niall, I nearly left you out there. My sincere apologies. What are your thoughts on this? Claire, how are you? Um, no problem. Yeah, I just uh, said in a text there about the whole tractor um, and car analogy, and I don't think it's really valid. It needs to be taken in context. Uh, the the tractor, the, the pool of 16-year-olds that are able to access tractors is relatively small within the country. They're obviously from agricultural backgrounds. Uh, and if you open up the driving of cars to 16-year-olds, you then flood the the roads with 16-year-olds from all areas of the country and in much, much higher numbers. Um, so I suppose if you take... Uh, personally, I think the, the, the agricultural issue is, is a legacy issue back from when 16-year-olds were taken out of school to help with the, um, the you know, the harvest and the silage and hay and straw, etc. And they were allowed to drive tractors for that reason. Uh, and it is a legacy issue. Uh, I think if it was to be um, looked at today, it probably wouldn't be allowed because, you know, with the weight of the agricultural vehicles involved, they're they're very heavyweight vehicles, uh, which in normal circumstances, the licensing system uh, categorizes vehicles by weight. So the next category up from your car is your seven and a half ton truck. And then you go up to uh, above that into the uh, rigid trucks and our ticks. And it's all done by weight. So essentially, you've got 16-year-olds driving uh, what are vehicles equivalent to trucks and our ticks. Uh, so it is a legacy issue. Yeah, I was really surprised to, when Brenda, our, our yeah. driving instructor, said that, that they may have got the license for driving the tractor around the farm, albeit some of them very responsibly and under the supervision of their parents or family members. But then to just be able to go straight to the car because of that seems fairly ludicrous and we have had a couple of texts saying that there is recklessness going on on country roads with 16 year olds on tractors pulling large amounts of silage while texting Yeah well absolutely I mean the the vehicles nowadays are massively powerful and and very very different to when the licensing system was uh, um, put together years ago you know they didn't envisage vehicles like they have today but yeah opening up the, the 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 car situation to 16-year-olds is a, is a very different argument to saying that 16-year-olds can drive tractors at a national level. I think, it, it, you know, one 16-year-old driving a tractor is probably more dangerous than one 16-year-old driving a car. However, as long as you open up the uh, the licensing to 16-year-olds for cars, you then start flooding the roads. And on a national level, the 16-year-olds driving cars becomes far more dangerous than the small number of 16 year olds driving tractors, you know. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, a, a legacy issue yeah. that needs to be looked at. Niall, thank you very much for coming on. A texter says, has everyone gone mad? Who's going to pay for children to take lessons but cars? Are you going to let a 16 year old drive your 40,000 electric vehicle? What happened to climate control? Kids being kids and outside playing with a ball. We're, we're kind of stopping that as well. Any estate I've lived in, there's been signs up saying no ball play. So health and safety has got its handle in there as well. And Jeff says most cars in Canada and the USA are automatic, which makes it easier for young people to drive. I don't know what the stats are on, on that. I mean, it's definitely easier than shift. But should we learn on shift first and then move on to electric? I don't know. But thank you for getting in contact with us, Jeff. 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.